Welcome to the Love Your Life Podcast. My name is Stephanie. I'm a health and life coach, fitness enthusiast, entrepreneur, and a triathlete's wife. I am here to share my tips to help you create harmony on all aspects of your life, health, career, spirituality, relationships, and personal development. Every week, you will be inspired to create a life you love and deserve. Welcome back to our final episode about the doshas. And this one, we're going to be focusing on kapha. And to help me out with talking about kapha is my cute little doggy, Coco. She is laying down next to me as I'm recording this episode. I'm super excited to talk about kapha because if you remember, I am a mixture of two doshas, a pitta and of kapha, and you might be also. So as we cover this final dosha, please let me know by sending me um, a message on Instagram under FWL underscore staff, which dosha you think you are. I'd love to hear from you. And as always, you could take the dosha quiz and find out for yourself. Just let me know when you have taken it so that I can respond back to you and let you know what is your picrity and your vicarity and how to balance them. All right, so let's dive into kapha. Kapha are very peaceful, patient, and easygoing people. These are the people that you are thinking of very motherly, down-to-earth, very grounded people. Their elements are water and earth, and they take their time to do their job, and they do it thoroughly. They are natural caregivers. They tend to care for other people's needs. These are the motherly kind of people, people that go into fields like nursing or anything that is a caregiver for me that is so me because I am always caring for my clients all the time and wanting to become a doctor. Their kindness is their biggest strength and they will go out of their way to please those around them, the people they love extremely loyal, and they keep really good friendships and relationships for a very long time. They thrive with people in a one-on-one scenario, and they are awesome listeners and counselors. These are the people, again, that are in those health and wellness fields that you can really rely on. They are over there trying their hardest to make sure that your life is better. They are that Mother Earth kind of mentality. They also enjoy doing a lot of things with their hands, like cooking, gardening, and designing, very peaceful, calming practices. Again, think of like your grandmother and your mother and people like that. They have a lot of patience and they are extremely reliable and they can be counted on for support. So if you need them, if your car breaks down, these are the people that you're thinking about calling up. Some of the people that you can think of are like Oprah Winfrey, Deepak Chopra, Rachel Ray, Anyone that's in the caregiver, hospitality, business, therapist, school teachers, nurse, these are all really great examples of what a kapha person would be like. They are also physically often complimented on how big their eyes are. And as a kid, people used to always say like, oh my gosh, she has such big eyes. I have fuller lips. And 
they consider angelic voices. I'm not sure if that's necessarily me or not. So these are like your Adele and your Beyonce. They naturally have curvy bodies, but at the same time, they have strong stamina of all the doshas. So they can definitely do a lot more endurance stuff. However, if they are out of balance, they tend to be very sedimentary. They don't like to move around that much and they may resist a lot of exercise. It is crucial for them to stay active to maintain the balance. So these are people that can do something for a long period of time. They have a lot of strength, um, but they need to constantly be moving. Otherwise, they're going to be that couch potato. The biggest obstacles for Kapha is that there's um, so busy trying to care for everyone else that they forget to take care of themselves. And that is definitely something that I hear as a recurring theme for people that are in the healthcare businesses or in a very caring job where we tend to always care for our clients that we forget about self-care. A lot of times we think that self-care is selfish, which we really is not, and we need to get back to ourselves. They listen to other people's problems all the time, but also have a hard time voicing their own because they, again, they don't want to seem like they are being selfish. They want to care for other people, but they feel that it's a burden to be able to put their problems on someone else. They, um, deep down, sometimes they, even though they have a smile on their face, they might harbor a lot of sadness and they like to have support of other people, but they don't necessarily like people taking care of them. They want to take care of other people. And although they feel like they're sometimes all alone, it never really kind of shows. They've always kind of upbeat personality. They don't like to show that they're battling with something internally. These are people who often overeat or become overweight due to prolonged sadness, emotional eating. And capras are also very prone towards depression because they have this long-standing sorrow that begins to eat away at them. They sometimes isolate themselves from others and they put grief upon themselves because they do not want to burden others with their problems. So they try to take care of them themselves. This is complete opposite of Vatas, who like to tell everyone what is going on, and Pittas, who like to erupt at others when things get out of control. Kaphas tend to hold things within themselves, which makes a, a little bit heavier uh, burden on them, both weight and emotional grief. And on top of that, nothing excites them sometimes anymore, but they want to stay in bed. This is how bad the depression can really get. They turn their backs on the rest of the world and they go through periods like this where it seems like it's very hard to kind of get them out of this mood. Overall, the biggest thing for Kafas is they have a very peaceful mind. Their body is a lot rounder. They have the biggest obstacle for them is putting others before themselves. They always tend to do that. And then the imbalances is when you see depression and when you see weight gain. All right. Some other things is that some attributes that represent kapha is the heavy one. The, again, that's feeling heavy in the body, bigger boned, tendency to get overweight, heaviness in their heart, you know, sadness, sedentary lifestyle, slow. They walk um, and talk slower, slower digestion and metabolism, slow to um, any kind of changes in their life cool. They have a cooler body temperature. They get cold easily. They tend to get a lot of head colds and congestion and stuff like that. 
oily. They have a lot of oilier skin, hair, and stool. They're well-lubricated joints. These are people who are not going to have cracky joints. Maybe experience some like acne breakouts here and there. Their hair, they have to wash it more frequently. It gets very oily. It's very thick, damp. They have clammy hands, congestion in their chest. So that's when they were getting colds that quite often, sinus and throat problems, headaches. These are all imbalances of kapha. Smooth. They have smoother hair and skin, smoother bowel movement. So it's not like rock hard bowel movements, but come out more um, into logs and a lot smoother to come out. Smooth voice, calmer nature. Dense. Their bodies can be dense. They have a lot of padding of fat around their midsections, thick and dense legs, thick skin, hair, nails, and stool. Softness comes from their soft features, their bigger eyes, softer hair and skin. They're very compassionate, loving, gentle people. Static is that they're sedentary. They love to sleep. Definitely love to sleep. I love sleep a lot. Um, they like to sit around for many hours of the day. They're very habitual. Um, they also tend to like get a little bit more down and kind of hibernate during the winter months. Sticky, they're loyal, loves to hug, attached, firm joints and organs, sticky stools. Cloudy, often has a cloudy mind. And these are, again, with some imbalances of how they might manifest in the body. Unable to think until... Um, they have their morning coffee. I know quite a few people are like, do not talk to me until I've had my morning coffee. I am not going to be a pleasant person. So if that's you, this is that quality. Sweet, they have a craving for sweet. They have a very sweet personality. Um, highly fertile, strong desire for sex, and um, also procrastination. Salty, retains water, long-standing energy, grows quickly and may crave some salty foods. So that's when that like sweet and salty mixture kind of comes into play when they're craving like some sweet foods, they're craving some salty foods. So there's a lot of those things that, you know, if you're feeling that, hey, that sounds kind of like me, then you definitely want to try to stay away as much as possible to a lot of that sweet stuff. You also are looking to have things like, some of the fruits that you're looking to have if you're kapha would be apples, apricots, berries, cherries, cranberries, lemons, limes, pears, and pomegranates. Some of the ones that you want to avoid, this is because of that heaviness, is avocados, which I love, and it's really hard for me to avoid those things. Dates, another thing I love, mangoes, bananas, and coconuts, because they have that sweetness into them, and they can be a little bit heavy. Some of the vegetables uh, that are good for kaffas are artichokes, asparagus, beets, bell peppers, broccoli, Brussels sprouts, cabbage. That is things are a little bit bitter. They're also a little bit lighter. Celery, leafy greens, peas, peppers, sweet and hot, um, radishes, spinach, sprouts, turnips, cauliflower, and then vegetables to avoid, olives, potatoes, pumpkins, and squash. These are going to be your saltier and your sweeter ones. Grains that are good for kapha are airmith, barley, buckwheat, millet, and quinoa. And the ones to avoid are going to be your brown rice, your pastas, your wheat, and your yeasted bread. You're like, everything I want to eat, Stephanie, you're telling me to avoid. And then um, quickly for dairy, 
Cowfords are naturally attracted to cheese and ice cream, but this is one of the worst things for them. So they really should avoid dairy products because it can be very heavy and cooling, just like the kaffa energy. This is also when you're experiencing that congestion. Again, you do not want to, if you're getting a lot of congestion where it's a lot of mucus buildup, the last thing you want to do is cause more of that mucus to build up, that, that stickiness, that congestionness. Um, in your body. So stay away from dairy because dairy can definitely do that for you. Um, and then some of the oils that are good for kapha are almond oil, flaxseed oil, extra virgin olive oil in small amounts, and ghee, which is that clarified butter. Ones to stay away from is soy, canola, and safflower oil. I tell everyone to stay away from those kind of things. It's just not good for you. Really at the end of the day. And then when it comes down to sweetness, because we did talk about things that kapha likes a lot of sweet and salty. So the ones that you should kind of go for is the monk fruit, stevia, honey, and birch wood. Um, but the ones to avoid are artificial sweeteners, malt barley, date sugar, fructose, honey, um, maple syrup, and white sugar. Those are the ones to definitely avoid. So I hope that gives you a better understanding of what kapha is like. Now, remember, as I stated, kapha can describe like what your body type is, but it can also describe your condition. Same thing with vata, same thing with pitta. So again, a brief overcap, something that if you're dealing with a kapha condition, so you might be like vata, but you're going through a kapha imbalance because right now you might be dealing with a lot of chest congestion um, or like a lot of excess water retention for some reason. Um, that would be a kapha imbalance. Or let's say you are a kapha, but you're going through a little bit of a pitta imbalance. So now you got that really fiery issues with your, your gut, your metabolism is sparking up, or you're getting a lot of inflamed um, pain, back pain that's really inflamed. Same thing with someone who is a vata and they're dealing with a lot of like inflammation in their body. All of a sudden they're dealing with a lot of breakouts, they're dealing with a lot of joint pain things like that, rashes. So again, it talks about your mind-body type, but these are also conditions. These, When they go out of balance, you're going to experience these symptoms. So these symptoms will definitely tell you if it is an imbalance in a kapha, a pitta, or a vata. So pay really close attention. If you are enjoying these series, please let me know by simply going again over to my Instagram page, FWL underscore Steph, and then leave me a message and say, I'm loving these series. I love to learn more about Ayurveda. I wanted to share this with you because again, I'm going through my Ayurveda practitioner program. And as I'm learning a lot of these things, I wanted to share it with you and give you that knowledge base so that you can learn a little bit more about it. I am happy to go into further discussion about any of these things. If you have any questions, just let me know. I'm looking forward to seeing you all next week. Bye for now. All right, ladies, I'm going to say this every single week until you actually register for this retreat. If you are thinking about registering for this retreat, do not delay because at the end of the month, those prices are going to go up. Right now, I am offering this retreat for $150 off. That is a deal. You do not want to miss out. So if you've been considering it, I want to tell you right now, and excuse my French, but you got to shit or get off the pot, girl. Get those tickets. All information is in the show notes. Don't delay any longer. I hate for you to come back and be like, oh my gosh, it looks so amazing. I wish I was there. Shoulda, coulda, woulda. 
whatever it may be. If you really want to get there, you are going to make it work. And if money was something that held you back before, I took care of that. All right. I am giving you a discount, but you have to act before the end of the month. Again, Shakti Rising is coming to the Metro Detroit area September 27th to the 29th. Three days of sisterhood, of yoga, women's circles, amazing times around the campfire, including drumming circles, forest immersion, meditations, and a whole lot more. I'm going to be doing my workshop on hormonal health to get, educate you about your hormones, and we're going to dive deep on these topics. So if you want to participate, have amazing, delicious, vegan, plant-based meals and omnivore meals, and be able to spend the, your time out at a beautiful campsite right by the water, then book your reservation ASAP, all right? Don't delay any longer. You do not want to miss out on this deal. And I hope to see you this September. Bye for now. Thank you for tuning into Love Your Life podcast. All information and links for this podcast can be found in the show notes. If you like this episode and want to continue the conversation, you can email me at info at fitnesswellnesslife.com. And for more information to living a life you love, follow me on Instagram at fwl underscore Steph and on Facebook at Fitness Wellness Life. As always, you can schedule a free 30-minute call with me by going to www.fitnesswellnesslife.com. Thanks again, and don't forget to tune in next week for another inspiring episode.